welcome to the Transit Lounge. I'm your host, Chandra. As a recovering workaholic, I want to explore how you can do more of what you love without burning out. I'm on a mission to promote true well-being, the contented state of being happy, healthy, and prosperous. Through interviews with savvy entrepreneurs, authors, and industry experts, we'll share insights, inspiration, and practical tips on how you can be CEO you in the business of your life. Let's go. Hello, good morning or good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is when you are listening and welcome to this week's episode of the Transit Lounge podcast. Thank you for being here and let's get into it. So today's topic is sort of springing off uh, some conversations I've had over the weekend. I went to a workshop, a Whole Foods workshop that one of my mentors was running and it was interesting because I went along I didn't know anyone that was going to be going except her and she was running the event and that was kind of interesting for me being in a situation again which I haven't been in for a while while I'm going to an event on my own without having a wingman or anything like that and it didn't even occur to me until probably the morning of it when I was thinking oh I wonder where I'm gonna sit and who I'm gonna meet or talk to and it was a weird kind of moment and then interestingly the session itself one of the sections actually talked about the concept of who's got your back and I think that amongst a few other things has made me sort of be thinking about that that question of who's on your team who's on your side and that's what I want to explore today because life and work is not a solo sport and I'm very driven and very independent and I think this is something that has taken me some time to come around to and to recognize that actually it's okay to ask for support and help and to receive that and it doesn't mean that I'm not good enough or I'm failing if I can't do it all myself. I still like to do lots of different things. I like variety. And I think that sometimes I have hidden behind that as a way of resisting accepting support from others. But what we know is that the best performers, the best results tend to come to people who have a whole support crew, whether they are someone who's an athlete who achieves amazing results in their field, whether they are a business person or a leader in a, in a business context, they are very rarely operating completely in isolation on their own. Of course, there are unique things that they bring, but they're not doing it all by themselves. And another thing that happened recently where I realized all these threads are now coming together for me, where I realized this has become a bit of top of mind in the last week or so, is, and I'm very excited about this, by the way, I've been recording some interviews for a little series of podcasts that I'm going to run within the Transit Lounge podcast with people who have made significant career changes, like from one thing to something quite different and how they've done it and sharing their insights. I'm really excited about sharing that with you. But one of those interviews was with a guy last week and one of his big takeouts that he shared about how he navigated some significant moves from from one successful career into another multiple times he attributed it to his connections and uh, his network that he had built up now obviously 
he had built up a brand perception of who he is and what he's capable of that allowed things to unfold and for opportunities to come his way. And he recognizes that many of the opportunities to have conversations that opened the doors to where he was going to go only happened through connections. And so I think that's another little thing that it's really important that we start to recognize that. And I think, again, I have recently been reconnecting with people that I used to work with a long time ago. And they're people that I worked with a lot who I feel like they have a a good understanding of who I am and what I'm like and what I'm capable of. And they're a resource that I haven't really been using in the way that I could in terms of having different kinds of conversations and opening up different connections. Because going it alone is actually harder and you can get lonely. I know I have had many experiences of feeling lonely on this transition journey that I am probably still going through and it takes a lot longer to get results. I know that whenever I've gotten to a point where I have decided or realized that I wanted to reach out and get some kind of help, whether that was from having a a more honest conversation with my partner or with a friend or a family member to just open up about where I was at and what I felt I was needing or in instances where I've realized I actually need and want to pay to get some support. And there's more layers that are the next rung for me where I'll continue to bring more people, I guess, to be on board and supporting my team in my business now. But it's things like where I've invested in training courses, where I've invested in working with a coach, really helping me get clarity and make decisions and take action faster than I would on my own. And there's a quote by Helen Keller where she says, alone we can do a little, together we can do so much. And I think that's the takeout for today is around, it's not to say that you alone are not enough, it's actually inviting you to think about how much more you could do, how much faster you could move if you have the support that you need. So a question for you is what could be made simpler or faster for you in your life right now, whether that's in a work context and some kind of project you're working on or a change that you're trying to create in your work situation or in your personal life, your maybe it's something to do with your health and well-being or your home situation. But what could be made simpler or faster for you if you had someone supporting you and support comes in different forms so there's a couple of different ones that I think of in my head as different categories of support so one might be getting support by getting someone to do it for you on the on the weekend Mick and I had a very brief conversation where we both agreed we really want to get a cleaner again we haven't had one for a while we our last cleaner was not able to continue doing work in our area. We just had not got around to finding a new cleaner. And with us having very limited downtime together, we realized actually we would much rather just get support and pay someone to do this for us so we can enjoy the time that we do have off together. So that's an example of getting someone to do something actually for it. You're outsourcing it and you're paying for that or whatever the exchange is, someone else doing it for you. That's one version of support. Another version of support is someone 
not doing it for you, but they're providing some level of help or they're collaborating with you on it, or maybe they're providing some kind of connection for you that allows you to move a little bit faster, but they're not taking it off your plate completely. They're contributing in, in some way. A third type of support could be you working with someone who is guiding or mentoring or coaching you to help you get the clarity that you need to make decisions and take action a bit faster. Uh, a fourth type, and this is not necessarily the most popular, however, it can be very beneficial. And this is what I like to sometimes refer to as someone who's being the friend that you need, not the friend that you want. And this kind of person, this kind of support can sometimes be seen as someone who's a bit of a critic or who's giving you constructive feedback. And whilst that can sometimes be uncomfortable, one of the things that I have been trying to keep opening up to more of is to be getting external, honest feedback about what I'm doing, how I'm approaching something, and if there's a different way or a better way that I could approach it. And so for you, potentially, it's about a message that you need to hear that the people that love you and just want to support you won't necessarily say. And there is value in having someone in your life who will tell you the zero filter, what is it that you can't see for yourself or that you're ignoring that you need to know. That's, that's the critic support. And the last one is a cheerleader. I, I call them a cheerleader. That's where... I think it's great to have someone or people in your life who actually are your solid advocates. They are people who will be literally cheering you on saying, great job, you're doing so well, keep going. And they are the rah-rah positive support. And I think that is really important to allow that support in our life. And that when people are doing that, to be mindful of, are you receiving it or are you dismissing it? Again, that's something that I feel like growing up for whatever reason, I absorbed and, and made a meaning that when people say something nice to you, it was polite to kind of decline it, not decline it, what am I trying to say? Dismiss it or downplay. And I feel like that's something that needs to be shaken out of a lot of us, that actually being open to receive positive feedback from people who are supporting us is a way of filling up that tank that we have inside us, the need for recognition and support. So they're kind of, I guess, five different ways of receiving support that I think I've identified. There might be more, but they're a couple of the different buckets just to recognize that all support is not created equal and having these different forms can add value in different ways. In practical terms, how this can play out and what you can do as a little experiment is to firstly start by thinking about what is it that you are working towards or working on if it's a project or a, a, some sort of change that you're trying to create. What is it that you're actually wanting to achieve? You know, for example, I'm working with one of my clients at the moment who is wanting to transition from one role and industry that she's worked in for a long time to move into quite a different industry. And so she's in the process of gathering information about what the transferable skills are that she can take from all of her wealth of experience so far and to channel it in a way that is seen as valuable by a new industry. And she has been starting to explore this 
and starting to have conversations with people in her life. And one of the things that I've observed and shared with her is that because she's starting to get a little bit clearer about what it is that she's interested in, what she wants to know more about, and the sort of connections that would be helpful for her, other people in her life are starting to be able to help by doing those introductions or connecting her to someone who may not be a person who's going to give her a job, but they may have useful insight that will help her refine what it is that her next step is going to look like and what she needs to do. Are there skill gap shortages that she needs to be doing some sort of training on? Or what are the elements of her experience that she really needs to spotlight that would be seen as valuable in that new industry? But those connections can only come if you are clear about what it is that you're starting to want to work towards and that you are sharing that with trusted advisors in your life who potentially can create those connections for you. So secondly, another thing that you can do then is look at what support do you currently have? Because there, there's hopefully there's a number of different levels of support that are in your life. That could be a person or people that are forming one of those functions in your life of support that we just talked about. It could be a tool or a software system or something like that that's actually providing you support that allows you to do something faster. And it's important, I think, to recognize and almost do a little audit of the support systems that you do and support resources that you do already have in your life and to be grateful for those because they do provide a really valuable service in helping you continue to grow and to bring the best of who you are to what you do. So recognizing current support. Then once you've done that, you can, you're able to look at, well, what's missing? What's something that you would benefit from having more of? Or in some instances, it might be having some of if it's a total gap at the moment. Because sometimes and often when people are making significant changes in their life or they're wanting to, often people don't have people in their personal life that they can share this with. And this plays out in a number of different scenarios. So for example, if you're someone who is entrepreneurial and all of your friends and family are employees, it can be very difficult to have conversations with people and have them really understand what that's like because it is a, a quite a different way of working and being. And so that could be a gap. Maybe if you don't have people that are in your life, if, you, if you're not working with a coach or if you're not part of a mastermind group, then you may be missing an outlet of like-minded people who can potentially support you on your way. If you're employed and you're in a role, and especially if you're in some kind of senior role, that can also be quite isolating because if you're wanting to make sort of some sort of change or either climb the corporate ladder or step out and do something different, again, these are conversations that can be difficult to have with people within your, your industry or your business because everyone has a vested interest in what decisions you might make. So it's not an independent objective conversation. And that's where it's really important for you to start to look at what's missing and what level of support would benefit you to achieve what it is you want to achieve a little bit faster with more confidence. Then you want to start to go, okay, who or what could help you with that 
So as you're looking towards the goal you're wanting to achieve and you've identified there's some gaps in terms of the support styles that are useful, start to think about, well, who do you know that is in your existing network or connection group that could support you in some way? And that could be by doing some sort of an introduction. It could be you having a conversation with somebody to open up some more clarity or get everyone on the same page. It could be finding someone who you can have like a coach that you can have honest, unbiased, objective conversations with to get to a point of clarity and decision making. Or it could be that there's some level of training, a training program that you um, need to do or want to do that's going to help close the gap between where you are and, and what you're wanting to achieve or making that step being seen as ready for that next step. So out of all of those, my invitation, I think I say that quite a lot, my invitation to you is for you to identify one action that as a result of listening to this episode today, what's one action that you are going to take to progress towards getting some more people on your team, finding people that can support you. It could be a phone call that you want to make to find out about something or to make a connection. It could be an email that you are going to send. It could be that you're going to spend a little bit of time researching something that's going to help you take the next step and the next step. But what's one action that's going to move you forward to close that gap and to get a little bit more momentum happening for you. Because as soon as you take one step, it tends to have the impact of creating more momentum for you. So that's my request, that's my invitation for you to continue to, to step into the role of being CEO you in the business of your life. You've got to be taking action in the direction that you want to go. And one other bonus opportunity for you is as an action is if you've identified, even just in your mind, somebody who is already on your team, somebody who you feel is providing support for you that you appreciate and value, then my invitation for you is to communicate with them gratitude for that support. Let them know what it means to you to have them on your side and in your corner. Because that will make you feel good and it will make them feel good and it's likely to lead to them continuing to support you even more. And that's got to be a good thing, right? That's it for this week. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to The Transit Lounge. If you liked it, please do me a favor and leave a review so I can keep doing more episodes for you. And come and say hi in the private Facebook group, The Transit Lounge, being CEO you in the business of your life. I really look forward to connecting with you there. And until then, do whatever you can to create a future that you will love through the choices you make today.